up, y'all, and welcome to the Jack Vita Show. I am your host, Jack Vita. We are live from the studio. My sister, Laura Vita, is joining me, and we are in quarantine right now. No sports. How are you, Laura? I am withering away. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm doing okay. Long time since you've been on the podcast. Almost two years. Yeah, I've gotten the boot. I guess my last one didn't get as many downloads as we were hoping. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you got a lot. It seemed you didn't want to come back. Oh, okay. It seemed like you wanted a vacation for a little bit. But we're back. We're in quarantine. There are no sports going on right now. So it's an opportunity for the Jack Vita show. Do a little different stuff. We had initially planned to have some March Madness content If you haven't paid attention to the news, I'm very sorry. There is no March Madness. But we are going to have a little bit of sports movie madness today. We're going to talk about a sports-ish movie. In addition to Laura, we have two great guests joining me. Chad Vaughthering returning to the podcast. I think this is number three, Chad. Yeah, this is number three, and hopefully many more to come. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited to be back. Dude, it's been a while, Jack. What's going on? Uh, not much, you know. Not not a whole lot. We're in quarantine, but we'll catch up plenty as this podcast goes on. Yeah, I, I have a lot to say uh, about High School Musical or, or what, what sports or whatever. Maybe I spilled <laughs> the beans already, so I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> in addition to Chad, we have a fourth person joining this is the biggest podcast episode we've ever had we got a little bit of a skype party going on astrid soto who is a journalism major at texas christian university astrid do you write for the school newspaper um so hey guys um (laughs) but actually i uh did some work for tcu 360 last semester actually me and chad were in the same class And so some of the stuff that we got to write was published online. And then I wrote for Image Magazine, actually. So not the school newspaper, but kind of close because it's like the school magazine. All right. Well, the future is very bright in this room right now. We got a lot of talent. Oh, for sure. I'm so excited to talk about High School Musical. I mean, it's honestly a classic. So I feel like, like Chad, I have a lot of things to say. So I'm excited (laughs) to get the ball rolling. Great. So today we are talking High School Musical, a DCOM classic from the year 2006. And everyone has seen this movie plenty of times. Laura, when do you remember seeing it for the first time? Oh, man. The thing is, I don't remember sitting down and watching it for the first time, but I remember seeing all the commercials. And (laughs) as Jack and I were watching it, we... We're like, oh, that was part of the commercials. Like, that part was in the com- all the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun to rewatch this movie. Brought me back to 2006. I was in sixth grade. You guys would have been first grade. Uh, Chad, second grade? I was in third grade. Huh? I believe. You were in third grade? Wait. <laughs> let's see. No. I Chad, might've... what year are I you? In... Uh, I graduated <laughs> class in 2016. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. I, I think I've been no. the same age for like the last 12 years, so <laughs> we, so maybe I don't count. Uh, I was either in second or third grade. I think you actually did get that right. I remember oh. watching it in third grade, but I don't know. I, I, I was, maybe I must have been waited. in second grade. Maybe well, no, because I, no, because I, I actually watched it on the, 
on the night that it premiered. I believe it premiered on a Thursday night. If no, I it couldn't have been mistaken. a. Well, it would be a Friday night, right? That was when all the decoms would be released. Either Thursday or Friday. I, w- I want to say it was Thursday, but I don't know. It's been a weird twelve years because I haven't really changed age. So fourteen years. That could be. That could be. Yeah. It's, it's been weird. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I do remember watching it uh, the night it did premiere on Disney Channel, and one of the, like probably a top twenty night of my life, uh, if we're being honest. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. They used to release them on a Friday night. Saturday night they would replay it, and they would be like they would have it on back to back on a Friday night, so it would be like the East Coast would watch it, and then they have a West Coast version, in case you missed it. Yeah, back Mm -hmm. before everyone had DVR and you just recorded. It was like in that weird era in between DVR and recording on a VHS tape. (laughs) Those were the good days before the digital era, which is the new wave that we're in. (laughs) The new wave. So this is a great movie, all-time classic. Was really fun to go back in time and we got a lot to talk about today. Let's just go around the horn here as we get started. I want to hear everyone's favorite musical number from this film. I'll start with you, Laura. Oh, wait, come back to me. Start with Astrid. Oh. So as I was watching, you know, a little highlight reel. I was reminded of when Troy and Gabriella met. So I'm going to have to say that New Year's Eve number, the start of something new. That one oh, yeah. is probably my favorite. I mean, that's just where everything began. So Absolutely. it's a classic. It set the standard high for New Year's Eve parties. It really did, honestly. And since then, I mean, since watching that, I, I have not had a New Year's party or been to one that has lived up to the hype, so. Yeah, totally. I don't really know. I think every girl deep down just thinks they're going to find their Troy Bolton at a New Year's (laughs) party now, so just really the expectations are set so high. At a ski resort. At a ski resort. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I don't know what mine is now. It's got to be breaking free. That's all. (laughs) It's the best part of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, pretty solid. Chad, you got any hot takes here? I do have one hot take. First of all, Troy Bolton's what, a junior in high school? Or they're, they're juniors in high school, I believe, right? I, in the it's first never movie. really, is it? They are juniors? It's never, they're they just do, in high school. They do the summer movie, and then they'd have senior uh, year. So if they're yeah. doing it like so, that. Yeah, I guess so. Right. So how do these high schoolers get to go to a ski resort in the middle of Christmas? Like, what that was kind of crazy. I guess if they live in New if they live in New Mexico that makes sense. But dang, like they must have been off the chain in high school. I don't know. Chad, Personally, I think they that, went on the a, they went on vacation with their parents and they ended up being at the same ski resort. You're wonderful, right? See, it's been a weird twelve years. I'm telling you. Uh, but but no, uh, well, I guess what? I'll get so fourteen years since yeah, it's been fourteen years. I believe you said that, but. Uh, I do love uh, the start of something new because I think that's what kind of launched my singing career. Uh, not my real singing career, but my <laughs> social singing career because I do like singing a lot just around people and in big groups. And so that honestly was like a big thing for me because I think there's a part or a line where he mentions like, oh, I, I sing in the shower, but in which, which I do too. But and that allowed me to he does say yeah. that. be inspired. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, he does say that. So yeah, and I like I I think about I honestly think about him singing that song like probably once every two to three months when I sing. <laughs> I'm like, wow, like, I'm kind of like Troy Bolton. So that's a huge <laughs> one for me. Though, as a sports guy, Jack, I hope you would agree that I think "Get Your Head in the Game" is probably one of my favorite ones. Ooh. Uh, I yeah, I I think I think it's just great, and not to mention, I mean his. Troy's best friend is Chad, so I would like portray myself as Chad. I think his name is like Chad Dan Danforth or Danforth or something. <laughs> Danforth. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Danforth. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. And so I would I would try to like pretend that I was Chad in High School Musical. Chad. So I would I would pretend to be Chad. And so it's between that one though. I think get your head in the game, and it's a tough one, but I think. Stick to the status quo, or oh, yeah, that one. that's a good one. Yeah. Such a how, so underrated. How I think is it's so breaking free not making your list right now? <laughs> so, so breaking free is obviously a classic, but I feel like that's the mainstream hit of this movie, and I think we have to show appreciation and love to some of the other songs that were just as important, if not more important, because they led up to that moment, breaking free. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I Chad. I'll address your basketball one. Get Your Head in the Game is actually one that hasn't aged quite as well for me, surprisingly. Ooh. One of the things that's really weird, I noticed it when we were watching it last night, is he says, coach said to fake right and break left. And as he's oh. doing that, he's actually faking left and breaking right. That's because it's... he's facing he's facing the camera or face right. Okay. Or it's because it's Zac Efron and he d- can't make a left-handed leg. <laughs> <laughs> he did not practice the left, but somehow he still gets like scholarship offers. What? How, how do the coaches not see that? <laughs> he got better. He, he practiced. <laughs> My favorite. I actually. Here's a hot take. I actually enjoy the Ryan and Sharpay numbers more than the Troy and Gabriella numbers. Oh my god! Yeah, really? that's nuts. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's an unpopular that, that, opinion. That is hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the tempo of those songs. They're a little more upbeat, but obviously they're not as iconic as the Troy and Gabriella ones. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, the audition one. Uh, it's like what I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that one. Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. I like love Bop that song. Pop to the top. Yeah, pop to the top. Is is that one better? Were you, or which one do you think is better? I, I like the first one, the one that you okay. were singing, yeah. Yes, good. But I like Bop to the Top, too, because it's very different from a lot of the songs in this movie. And I also will say Stick to the Status Quo is my favorite song yeah. that's choreographed with a huge group of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you really think about it, that's pro- that was one of the toughest songs to choreograph in. I mean, because there's just so much going on. It's a huge setting. And in the cafeteria setting, there's a lot of like kind of obstacles that they kind of have to dance around and whatnot. That one was really hard to compose, but they did a good job, I think. Yeah, yesterday we watched the making of High School Musical, and they were talking about that scene and how and Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega. He, <laughs> he talked about how every single person in the cafeteria in that scene like had their own little dance moves that they had to do. So somebody jumping up on the chair, like that was what they were supposed to do. Nobody was doing anything just based on what they wanted to do. And I didn't really realize that because there's so much going on, but it's all planned. Wow. That seems really complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. So 
Let's get into this movie. Let's talk about it. Laura, as you were watching that movie last night, I know you were taking some notes. What was some of the, one of the first things that popped out to you in that first scene of the movie when they're playing basketball in the ski lodge? Oh, in the ski lodge? The mom comes in, and I just realized like how much bigger of a character the dad is in the movie than the mom is. And that's like and the mom comes back in the next couple ones, but the dad who's played by Bart Johnson is just a key character in the movie. Honestly, I barely remember the mom. I I did not remember her either. Yeah, like I I honestly don't even know what she looks like. I can't even put the pieces (laughs) together. But I definitely remember the dad because it's like, it's one of those, it's one of those movies that's like, it's not your, it's not my dream dad, it's yours kind of vibe. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying, like, he's your dream dad. I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish Bart Johnson was my dad. (laughs) He's my dream dad. (laughs) You guys should follow him on Instagram. He's a hoot. He's still playing up the role of Coach Bowen. Does he have an Instagram? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, does he have a cameo, Laura? I don't know. That would be That would be, if you, if you, I can pull, I'll look it up. Okay. And I can play a cameo message. (laughs) His bio is, yes, I play Coach Bolton in the HSM movies, Annoyed Face. Yeah, and he, he always, in his videos, is like, Darbus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He really hams it up. It's, it's a good he worth posts follow. TikToks. Another thing I noticed was when they were singing the karaoke, at the beginning, they're both so nervous. But if you mm-hmm. look around, no one's watching them. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the more people that start watching them, the less nervous they become. Yeah. That's, it's weird. Yeah, I'm reading up on Bart Johnson. He's actually <laughs> married to the sister of Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is insane. Interesting. What are the odds of that? Yeah, hmm. I heard about that as I was doing a little research. I feel like he would be somebody who would, we should get on here. We should call Bart him up. Johnson? All right, so all you guys are familiar with Cameo, right? No, I'm not. It's a it's a site that people can pay celebrities to wish someone else a happy birthday. Oh, that's kind of cool. Chad, do you know what Cameo is? You you've seen it before? Yeah, it's yeah, you pay like a certain fee, I guess, depending upon how big they how big of a celebrity they are, I think. I don't really know how it works, but but I do know what it is. Like you get is it only birthday wishes or can you do multiple different types of It can of be anything. Messages? So okay, okay. Gotcha. Laura, what would you guess how much you think Bart Johnson is going for on cameo? Fifty bucks. Thirty five. Oh. Pretty good deal. Wow. He's for thirty five. Here's wow. what you would be getting if you uh got Bart Johnson. It's Coach Bolton here. Remember me? <laughs> uh it's uh it's me. It's Bart and uh, Bucky. Bucky, say hi. So that's Bart Johnson. Wow. Said he literally called himself a creeper. That was kind of funny. <laughs> True. He's a big character, but he, he does a great job in this movie. So yeah, that ski lodge. They also they say, hey, guess what? 
Troy, we're going to a party. I don't even know what kind of party the parents were going to, but they say there's a kid's party. That is nothing like a kid's party. I. That well, was a, she corrects it and says young adults. Oh, yeah. You know, honestly, young it felt like a, like a <laughs> youth retreat type of thing, like a karaoke night at a youth retreat for, like, your youth group. <laughs> honestly, yeah, I kind of get those vibes, too. It just seemed like I don't really remember exactly what activities were going on around the karaoke, but I think any party that has karaoke on it definitely is going to give me youth group vibes for sure. <laughs> so I feel like nowadays you don't you don't roll up to like a frat party or something and see, you know, two really shy teenagers doing karaoke together or anyone reading a book like True. Gabriella was. Gabriella was reading a book. See, these are the details that I missed out on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gabriella is different though. She's a, a 5.0 student. Like, yeah, she I mean, she's insane. So She's the school's I, freaky genius girl. Yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> Have you guys ever been in a karaoke setting where they just pull up two random people and they're like, "Hey, you and you." <laughs> so, I really don't um, think so. Yeah, I I've been in many karaoke settings. However, I've never been in one where it's two people. Like usually, ninety-five percent of the people are scared to do karaoke. Yeah, and so it's usually just the five percent that go up there and say, "I'm going to sing this song," or "Hey, sing this song with me." But never two random people, though. I feel like that's the last thing that a karaoke DJ wants is two random people because they seem like they're always like, "Oh, we got a crowded list. We're going to get out of here soon." Yeah, no, yeah, that's really I, I definitely agree. <laughs> and I the think guy... I'd be really upset with my friends if they if they pulled me up there to do random karaoke with a boy that I don't know. <laughs> I just I just don't know how I'd feel about that, honestly. You know, and the karaoke guy says, Someday you guys might thank me for this. That guy never comes back in any other high school musical movie, Laura, <laughs> does he? They should have him be the guy handing out the diplomas in the third <laughs> one. That'd be amazing. Should like officiate their wedding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It all comes full circle, you know. <laughs> yeah. I wish insane. somebody would thank him. <laughs> this is this is an official thank you <laughs> yeah. to the guy who set them up. <laughs> we owe you so much. Thank you, karaoke <laughs> DJ. <laughs> and so that we get our first musical number, and you guys all know that Zac Efron doesn't sing the songs in this movie, right? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, he doesn't? <laughs> I it's thought he Dr- did. Well, you, do you know who Drew Seeley is? Yes. Oh he my gosh, sings. the guy from the guy from Another Cinderella Story. Yeah, with Selena Gomez. <gasps> Wait, he's oh actually famous for something other yeah, than... Yeah, he's an oh. actor, dancer. I love that movie. Oh my gosh. He is wow. the singer. He's Troy's like voice in no the first way. movie. But, he, was- but then Zac Efron sings in the next two. Actually, I feel like they. I feel like Drew Seeley and Zac Efron sound pretty similar. Then you, you'll listen now, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah." Chad, oh, did you know that? No, I'm silent because I'm pretty distraught. Honestly, I, <laughs> that kind of dis- that disappoints me a little bit. But looking back on it, I think maybe it's good. You know, maybe. I, I mean, I feel like Drew Seeley really helped out Zac Efron's career, so we should be thanking Drew Seeley. 
or Zach Efron should be thanking Drew Silly, yeah, I guess. I but I d- actually did not know that. But I felt like I did hear something. I felt like over the past couple of years, I probably have heard something like, oh, like Zach Efron lip syncs or this or that. But I didn't know it was him. So that's really interesting. Yeah. And I wonder how that conversation went if they said, hey, Drew, we really want you to do the songs, but we don't think you're as cool as Zach Efron. So you're just going to be the voice. <laughs> Yeah, so I wonder if, did he audition for the role of Troy Bolton, I'm assuming, or at least... We don't know, but you know who did, who was considered as one of the finalists for this role? Jason Earls. No, I'm just kidding. Are you... (laughs) (laughs) 38-year-old brother of... (laughs) Jason Earls Earls is probably like 50 now with like three kids. 50. (laughs) He was literally, thir- he was like 35 portraying a 16-year-old Jackson Stewart on Hannah Montana. That did not make <laughs> no any way. sense. He's 42. He's actually 30. He was 42? No, he's 42 <laughs> now. Actually, yeah, he was, been? I mean, he was definitely, he was in his late 20s to early 30s when he was wow. portraying Wait, Jackson. Wait. So Who got, who else auditioned? So the guy who they almost picked, but actually I heard rumors that he was offered it but could not do it contractually because he was busy on Zoe 101 is actually <laughs> Matthew Underwood who played Logan on Zoe 101. No way. Wow. I wow. can honestly see that though. I mean, I think Zach Efron is more iconic now that he has like Troy Bolton as his foundation, but I can honestly see Logan from Zoe 101 doing it too. Could you imagine what that, that would have done to his career? High School Musical was being spoofed on SNL. It was they're doing stuff on Mad TV. High School Musical was a phenomenon. These people who've been in this movie have been immortalized for their roles, and we only remember that guy as just the kind of bratty rich kid on Zoe 101. But he could have been a hero to so many people. I feel like he definitely played himself by not taking the High School Musical role. Yeah, if that is what happens, we don't know what happens. But they he was someone they almost picked. I didn't know that guy could sing. Yeah, me neither. What the heck? <laughs> I would love to know how much money Drew Seeley made for singing. Drew Seeley probably really did not get paid a whole lot for this. <laughs> I mean, that that must really be a bummer. Because I don't think too many people from these movies got are getting a whole lot in residuals. This was a made-for-TV movie, but... What they really got was the notoriety and fame, and Drew Seeley didn't get a whole lot of that, considering Astrid didn't even know that he was in the movie. (laughs) Drew. I feel like a lot of people didn't even know that he was in the movie. I know Chad was distraught. (laughs) I was very distraught. I mean, and yeah, yeah, to speak to your point on, in terms of the, the budget and, I guess, the pay of these actors and actresses, I mean, the budget was only, I think, like four point one or four point two million dollars for like a made-for-TV movie for Disney Channel. That, that's pretty good. But at the yeah, same time, is. like just thinking about all all the cast members though and the personnel, just they weren't getting that much from it. I mean, the highest paid were probably, I'm assuming, Troy Bolton or uh, Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, and maybe Ashley Tisdale. But I mean, other than that, like it was really this is what launched their careers, which. I think is more valuable than the actual value, yeah. like the money yeah. that they received from High School Musical. School. But still, I mean, it's it, very impressive what this movie did for the pay or for the budget as well. It's just being on TV. 
I mean, because because you're right. Like this this reached not only the targeted audience of Disney Channel, but this reached adult audiences. So, and I, I have I can't think of any other movie that really compares to like the impact that High School Musical had. Absolutely. Before we talk about that, I will mention Drew Seeley on cameo. Laura, you want to guess how much he is? Twenty-five. Fifty bucks. What? Oh. What? Honestly, can someone get me that for my birthday? In, in what world is Drew Seeley getting paid more than Bart Johnson? <laughs> Drew I, I prefer Drew Seeley over Bart Johnson. I'll say it. I just picture Drew Seeley's cameos <laughs> looking like a cardboard cutout of Zac Efron with Drew Seeley talking. But I think you don't know he had like a career besides this movie. <laughs> he like sings happy birthday with a cardboard cutout of Zac Efron. <laughs> I'll tell you guys something. <laughs> so actually, the idea for this podcast came from uh, at the school I work at. One of the eighth graders said to me last week, hey, have you ever seen this movie called High School Musical? And I was like, yeah, were, were you even born when that movie came out? And she was like, no. <laughs> that is not. And her big, her big takeaway, her big thoughts on this movie were she really did not like Zac Efron's haircut. She's like, he needs a haircut. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, she does not understand that that haircut was like the haircut to have. It was, and then I think I, I, I'm, I guess, like a, a few short years later after that, maybe like what three to four years after that, I think that's when the the Bieber cut started mm-hmm. getting popular. Yeah. I personally did not have the Bieber cut or the Troy Bolton cut, if we want to call it that, because he had the haircut before. But but that every single teenage kid had that haircut. Teenage that was boy. Like, the biggest cut. Teenage boy, yes, yes. <laughs> Every teenage boy had that haircut. I had it, but my hair was a little curlier. Yeah, my, my, my hair is a little curly as well, and my mom and dad didn't let me grow out my hair. So I had the normal standard, uh, all-American clean-cut style. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a big time. That was a popular haircut at the time. I, think, I don't think she realized that. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> what are some other thoughts you had, Laura, on the early part of this movie? After they go to the ski lodge. So when they're at the ski lodge yeah. and they're counting down to midnight and they're like, five, four, three, two, one. And like, they just like look at each other awkwardly. I didn't notice until now that they were probably supposed to kiss in that moment, which made it like, like weird. <laughs> I was just like, why are they looking at each other like that? <laughs> And that part yeah. confused me, too, because it looks like Zac Efron is in the process of getting her phone number, but it's she leaves in the middle of it. So I thought he did not get her phone number, but then he clearly has her phone number when they're together in the classroom. Well, he got her picture of her. They, like, exchanged number, their phones. Oh, okay. Maybe you missed that part. I did miss that, but... They fast forward and he sees her in his classroom at East High in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And he ends up, he wants to know if that's actually her. So he calls the phone number and then everyone's taking out their phones. And I thought this was really funny. I kind of wanted to implement this now in my study halls of just having a cell phone bucket that everyone has to put their cell phone into. Party foul. <laughs> Buzzkill. Yes. I, I fully condone that. Everyone's <laughs> been on their digital portfolios this entire time. 
especially being away from school with the virus and everything and being away from work. And, you know, they're these micro computers that all, everyone have that has right now, they're toxic. And so I, I completely advocate that. I, I advocate that. <laughs> well, guys, there are no cell phones allowed in study hall. So I could have a little cell phone bucket detention. Oh, in, I, in my oh, study oh, hall. Oh, okay. And that's how you end up in detention. By the way, this whole detention controversy that we have where Coach Bolton has no idea that they're in detention. Has anyone ever gotten detention in high school? We need to clear some Me. stuff up here. <laughs> I have. Not after school, though. You, well, um, not after. So you've have you had after school detention, Astrid? Well, okay. So in high school, I got... My teacher accused me of plagiarizing a huge project, and it was one of our biggest grades of the year. And I didn't plagiarize it. I had to sit there and explain it to her, and she got upset that, I mean, I was right, you know? And so then, I mean, me having a very short fuse, having a pretty quick temper, uh, started giving her a lot of attitude and walked out and just slammed the door. And then she uh, gave me a zero on that project. You know, she was the reason I got to be in that class, made me redo it, and then made me work every after school and before school textbook shift to like return them. So that was like my detention. And I had to do um, all of those like detention shifts with um, the basically the juveniles of my high school, which was really interesting. So let's hope none of them heard you say that on here. <laughs> no, don't worry. I, I mean, even if they did, I honestly don't even remember their names or anything like that. <laughs> Astrid, your detention, you were sort of doing something similar where you were kind of helping out and doing stuff around the school like they had yes. in this movie. Yes, but it definitely was not sitting in a tree or whatever they're doing like for theater. I wish I could have done something like that because I honestly really do like theater, but they just had me collecting textbooks, which was really awkward because you see everybody you know turning the textbooks in and they're like, oh, why is she shelving textbooks? She must be in trouble. So oh, it was really man. awkward. Yeah, I got detention. Really I got it one time. It was very similar instance that these students had. I was talking to a teacher after class and after bell rang and I said something to her, just, you know, about the homework, whatever. And then as I'm walking away, she hears my phone buzz in my pocket. And she said, no phones in school. And then she she said, you have, you have a detention. That shows Jack's age. Because in high school, we were always allowed to have our phones in the hallways and everything. Even in the classroom? Yeah, they, if they saw you, they just like put it away. So my detention was not anything like this. It was just basically you sit in a room and you read a magazine or a newspaper for an hour and a half or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but it was really, really interesting. I mean, I think detention really just builds character, you know? Yeah, definitely. All I mean, I only hours. got it once. <laughs> Another thing that aged a whole lot is Troy Bolton's cell phone. He has the old flip phone. Mm. You guys remember when those were cool? Oh, the, like the like just the regular flip phones, like yeah. like a Motorola or something. Yeah. So I actually never had one of those. I had a Pantech. If you guys know what Me that too. is. Yeah, we had one. Oh, I loved those. They were so fun. Uh, prior to this, when they have the get you ahead in the game scene, where 
Chad, we're really introduced to Corbin Blue. Not 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 Chad Vaughrine, but Corbin Blue. We'll call him Corbin Blue for much of this podcast. And Perfect. Corbin Blue says to Zach Efron, do you ever think LeBron James or Shaquille O'Neal auditioned for their school musicals? What do you think, yeah. Chad? Do you think they did? I, I could easily see Shaquille O'Neal auditioning for oh, school musicals. Shaq definitely did it. Like he had to have. I feel like I feel like LeBron was probably just so focused on his sports yeah. that maybe he did not. But Shaq, a hundred percent, I think he definitely did. Yeah. Oh, completely. <laughs> yeah, we're on the same page. Oh, I yeah. agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to speak on basketball, I don't know if this it's conversation or this topic. Uh, is being introduced too soon, but Troy Bolton was the star of the Wildcats, and do you know how tall he is? Five eight. Yeah, five eight. Yeah. He's, the, he's he's like the best player in the state. He's, like, he's the point guard. It's all right. Yeah, it, I mean, I had a friend who was like a beast in high school, but he he wasn't getting any D one offers because that wasn't going to translate to college. You can't be five eight guard. I had a D1 program. I mean, it's very difficult to. You can, but you have to be very athletic. And I don't think Zach Efron has that kind of athleticism. But in high school, as a point guard, I, I totally think that he can do that. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, I think later on in the series, like, he's getting offers from, like, like California and, like, yeah. <laughs> out, like Albuquerque, which I think was, like, big in the movie, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, he's getting, like, like big-time – attention from schools and yeah i don't know he, he must have had the moves i guess maybe we, we need to watch some more of his game footage there's game highlights <laughs> yeah check out huddle <laughs> <laughs> corbin blue i always reminded me in this movie of an nba player from this time period you know what i'm talking about chad i'm thinking right now but I'm, I'm i feel like i'm gonna know it once you say anderson verizal played on the Cavs. Oh, yeah yes oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are so right. I have never connected that, but you are so right. <laughs> <laughs> Something I was really curious of, and I don't think it ever happened. Do you guys know if Zach Efron, I would have loved to see him play in that celebrity basketball game they have every year at the All-Star break. I think that would have been great oh. TV. That would have been some great content. I'm kind of surprised that he didn't do that. I know, right? I think he maybe had too much to lose with his reputation. Probably. Probably, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you guys think Zach Efron is a good basketball player, Laura? Um. Okay, so we were. I was thinking about this when we were watching the movie because a few days ago I was watching Seventeen again, and in that movie Zach Efron plays a basketball player. And so he's like, there's a lot of shots of him playing basketball, and I was like, I wonder if he was like a good basketball player or if he just had to get good. And... In that, like, making of video, we saw that they would have their dance rehearsals all day, and then he would have to practice basketball for three hours every day. <laughs> so he probably got better. I don't know. The kind of like the when Charlie Sheen took steroids for Major League and he was throwing 85 miles an hour. That's nuts. I did not know that. But I think he's probably comparable to your average best guy basketball player. What do you guys think? I don't think... He was fantastic, but I mean, he was. I, I think like for high, a high school team, like oh, like, you know, pretty good. Like he definitely plays on the team, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'd have to go back and 
pay more attention to his actual basketball skills. So I don't know. I think that if you went, if he came, walked into the TCU rec center and wanted to play pickup with everyone, I bet he could hang with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Drop a couple points. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> a couple points. You know what? I'm I'm on the same page with you guys. I think he looks like he's played basketball more than someone who has not. Like he's not someone like that dude on the bachelor who just steps in the gym and he just looks awful. Like, he's never... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Literally oh, misses man. the ball trying to dribble. <laughs> oh. So he looks like he's played some and he, I know he's been asked about this over the years and he's always kind of said like, I'm, I'm average. I'm not, I can, I can hold my own in a game, but I'm nothing remarkable, which it, it seems that's the case with him. Oh, for sure. Like, I definitely don't think that, I mean, Maybe he played in middle school or something like that, and maybe a little bit in high school. I don't know exactly how old he was when uh, he was filming High School Musical, but honestly, I just don't, yeah. He just seems pretty average and just, like, no real, like, amazing talent. Does he even dunk in High School Musical? I don't think he does, no, right? No, 5'8", he's not dunking Astrid. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> no no way. I mean, like, if I could dunk, and I definitely cannot. <laughs> a 45 inch vertical to get up there so <laughs> but, well, you never know you never know i think one thing that i do remember is so you know how they had the high school musical movie made for made for disney channel and then eventually like once it gained a lot of popularity in the following months they had a version of high school musical and it's i can't remember what it was called but it was like high school musical like kind of like a behind the scenes thing where it so they would have these little like text box that would pop up oh yeah throughout the entire oh, movie yeah. do, you, do you know what i'm talking about it's kind of yeah, like the I, inside jokers on impractical jokers exactly that's okay that's funny because i was literally thinking that it's same thing uh, <laughs> yeah because i i do watch impractical jokers as well but uh they had that for high school musical and there was a there's a part where when gabriella goes into the gym while Troy's practicing like she makes a free throw one of the blurbs was Gabrielle or Vanessa Hudgens actually made this shot oh yeah I I, for some reason I remember that I don't know how I'm remembering this right now but yeah I'm sure I mean maybe she even had to practice a little bit of her basketball skills I guess for that one scene but yeah kind of yeah three hours a day though for this that's I mean they're very serious about the choreography then but I think honestly it paid off like I think that yeah. makes such a huge difference in the way, especially in Get Your Head in the Game and just some of the scenes from the game that I, th- I think I think it definitely paid off. They put a three-man weave in Get Your Head in the Game. Yeah, that was a great touch. I <laughs> love that. Oh, yes. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Astrid, we haven't really talked a whole lot about Vanessa Hudgens yet. Were you a big Vanessa Hudgens fan in this movie? Yes, I like Vanessa because I feel like she just honestly sits there, minds her business, does her thing, and, like, gets the school stud in the end. And she's just, like, I don't know, she's so nice the whole time, and she doesn't have to do anything petty. And even though, like, Sharpay's trying to basically take her down the whole time, she just ignores it. She just does her own thing, which I think is really admirable on Vanessa Hudgens' part. And also, I just think in real life, like just her in general i really like her kind of look up to her a little bit in terms of um famous people in hollywood so yeah i really liked vanessa hudgens and 
she was a little bit of a role model for me when I was watching <laughs> High School Musical in what second grade. <laughs> We're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, true. Baby. True. Yeah, her character uh, Gabriela Montez so smart. Do you remember what what they had like a some type of math competition or what, was it like a, de, uh, decathlon. It was a debacle? Decathlon. Yeah. All I'm saying is, how? What the heck was she writing on the board? Like what? what, what like were they chemistry. Yeah, that, those were chemistry equations that chemistry? seem. They seem pretty normal in terms of chemistry equations, but there is one point, and Laura has memorized this whole movie, so I know she knows what I'm talking about. But when they find out, oh, maybe she'd be good at this. She's in a class, and the teacher's putting some yeah. equation on the board, and she's like, oh, that's wrong. Those equations were like Goodwill Hunting, MIT type of things. Those things were insane. Yeah. I didn't know what any yeah, of that like, meant. Is, is East High High School just like a... A charter school of some sort or is it a, is a cat like there this math that they're doing is absurd i don't know <laughs> that's true laura you were you a big fan of vanessa hudgens in yeah, this one i loved her she's great and yeah she's great but you know who i wasn't a fan of oh taylor mckessie <laughs> oh man played by monique coleman Monique Coleman. I liked her when I was younger, but watching it back, I'm like, man, she stinks. Yeah. Like, she's not, like, ugh. Not it. So what What was it about her that really drove you crazy? Where to begin? I'm just kidding. She, I don't know, like, we were, Jack and I were talking about how, like, um, Corbin Blue, I almost said Chad, was, um, like, a good friend to Troy and like he was trying to keep his head on straight like hey yeah, if you when- want to take basketball seriously you need to not be doing this thing but then he kind of is like okay well maybe he wants to do singing whatever this girl Taylor McKessie befriends this girl just to use her for her like smarts yeah and then she's just mean to her when she wants to sing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah she doesn't seem to have any sort of idea of like oh this is important to this girl it's just like what can i get out of my friendship with her how can i use her for my team and if we don't we need her to be so focused up and i don't understand how her auditioning for a musical is going to somehow impact her mathlete abilities yeah (laughs) like i've never known a high school that where you can only do one extracurricular activity you know what i mean like that doesn't even make any sense yeah, like with the with the Troy stuff, it makes some type of sense because it's like, all right, dude, you're missing practice. Like, maybe Chad's got a point. You can't, sorry, Corbin Blue has a point. You can't just miss practice and not really give your coach any type of idea that you're not going to be there. So I thought, like, he has some type of point. Zach Efron's story made more sense, but the Vanessa Hudgens one really... It seems a little far fetched. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I I was personally affected because I was in theater throughout all of middle school, and I, eventually, once I got to high school, I had to drop theater because uh, I had planned on, or I guess like my the high school theater department planned on um, trying to cast me in one of the like first shows, but then I quit because I obviously like baseball. Um, 
more. And so I was affected by, you know, a very similar situation. Unfortunately, I couldn't do it Troy Bolton style, but yeah. <laughs> How did your friends very, react? Uh, it wasn't really a big deal. They were just like, oh, like, I understood. Like, they understood because I, I love baseball, but I, I did miss theater. Like, part of me just like, I'm like, hmm, I wonder what that life would have been like. But it didn't work out that way. And we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One thing, one thing though, to speak to your point on like doing several things in high school, uh, Jack, I hope you've seen this movie, but I'll ask all of y'all, have y'all ever seen Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off? It's another Disney Channel original movie. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I was waiting. Thank you. To see, I, when you started to say that, I'm like, is he going to go the Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off route? And I thought Laura was going <laughs> to be the one that would bring up that great movie. But yeah, that's a great one. Laura, you have a take about that movie, right? Yes. I love High School Musical. Love it, like, a lot. But I think that Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off is the High School Musical before High School Musical. Because it's the same, like, plot line and everything, just without the singing. And for those of you who haven't seen the movie, he's a baseball player in high school. Or he's in junior high, I think. Yeah, he's and a little younger. He, uh, But he starts to, like, to cook. It's kind of like Zeke in High School Musical, <laughs> a little bit. I was going to go there. Zeke, uh, yeah, Zeke's character, he... What was he like? He likes baking crambulet or something like that. Yeah, crambulet. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. <laughs> I said it wrong, but hey, what? Yeah, he. Uh, I, I guarantee you, the writers of High School Musical probably looked at Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff in inspiration to the character of Zeke. I, I, they have to be connected. I feel like. I wouldn't be surprised if there were some overlap in terms of writers from one movie sticking on to the other movie. like, very similar movie. Yeah. If anyone has Disney+, Plus, just go watch that movie. <laughs> and then watch High Musical, and you'll be like, what the heck? Should that be the next podcast movie that we talk about, Chad? Oh, yeah, I've, I watched it a couple weeks ago. I will probably watch it <laughs> several I? more times while I'm quarantined. So yes, please, please have me on there. That's like, it's one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. I'm like, actually not joking. I'm a hundred percent serious. It's like, I, I, it. I reference to be all the time. Eddie's million dollar cook off. No one, very low key movie. No one really knows about it. Yeah. But... A lot of people our age, especially don't know about it. Does yeah. Astrid know yeah. about it? Uh, maybe. <laughs> wait, let me look it up. Hold on. Wait. Oh, because it has that guy from That's So Raven. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando Brown. Brown. Man, he's an interesting fellow these days. <laughs> he is. <laughs> so, Vanessa Hudgens is really kind of like the the cute girl next door type of role in this movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. I agree. But I got to say, we haven't talked about her at all. We're talking about some of these characters. Sharpay, Ashley Tisdale's performance in this is really my favorite performance out of anyone in this movie. It's like she's a 10 out of 10 in everything, and it just makes it so great. Yeah, I think she's really good at playing the mean girl role. Yeah, and she's good at it, but you know what? She auditioned, actually, for the role of Gabriella, and they said, hey, we think you'd be better in this role. And on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody... She was not a mean girl at all. So I think she's uh, multifaceted, very talented. Oh, for sure. Speaking of Ashley Tisdale, has anyone seen that TikTok of her? Wait, on Bart Johnson's profile? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did a duet. 
But oh she gosh. posted like a few days ago her doing the dance to We're All in This Together. And so Bart Johnson's done the duet with her now and he does the dance. And Vanessa Hutchins did a duet with it too, but she's like drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> she, didn't go, she didn't do the dance. Wow. I love yeah. how on yeah. TikTok she's literally just wearing a sweatshirt and like a really messy bun and just like doesn't care. She keeps it real. <laughs> she does. So I really wish when I watch this, I'm just like, man, I wish she became a bigger star. If Mean Girls had come out a couple years later and she was Regina George, I feel like she could have been a bigger star than she has been. I know she does still gets work. She's on Carol's second act on CBS, but I just thought she's so great in this movie. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Jack. In terms of critical performance, like critical acclaim, I guess, in performance, I feel like she she had the best performance in the movie and it's very yeah. hard to pull off. Yeah. And, and, and she, did, I believe she did get a spinoff movie. Oh right? yeah, that's right. She, I'm looking. She South did. Pay's fabulous but, adventure. Right. Yeah. I personally never saw that one. No, myself, I didn't either. But, um, probably and, on Disney Plus. <laughs> it, it, it probably is. But I mean, I guess, I guess it just didn't age as well. I guess her character, cause I, I don't think the spinoff was for like, another four to five years until after. So that's a pretty hard, I guess, harder timeline. Well, do you guys remember where she went after High School Musical for eight years? Phineas and Ferb. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, that's Candace. <laughs> Candace. Yes. Wow. Can you do oh. your Candace impression, Laura? Mom, Phineas and Ferb are making a title sequence. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so she was just one of those like Disney Channel for lifer type of people. So maybe she'll make a comeback on Disney Plus. That'd be great. That would be great. Yeah, because I remember she after... She's on a show called Carol Second Act on CBS, oh, but yeah. she's not really like... She's she's just sort of a recurring character. She's not even in all the episodes. Because yeah. I, I remember, I remember right after High School Musical, it was Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens who really became big time A list stars. Yeah, exactly. Because they were, and I think especially because they had a relationship, and so I think that propelled yeah. their personal lives even more. But showman. I mean, yeah, the, <laughs> the two of them, it took they just they were launched, and then as well as Corbin Blue because uh, he ended up being in, in Jump In a couple mm-hmm. years after that. So I mean. I loved I loved that movie, but I mean, even, I think you know Corbin Blue even benefited so much from High School Musical as well. What about Lucas Grabeel? <laughs> oh it, yeah, who plays Ryan? <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah we don't we don't see, we, we don't Go. see him anymore. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Astrid? He was switched at birth. I said I just don't know what he's up to now. I'm really curious to see what these people are doing now. Chad, you would agree with me, though, that Ashley Tisdale could have been... She had the talent to be up there with Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens and get into major motion picture movies and lead roles. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I'm I'm surprised that she was not in that, you know, that same presence as Efron as well as um, Hudgens. But, yeah, I she definitely had there. And I, I'm assuming she's probably content. With her career, I mean, she's had a great career, and I'm sure it's worked out for her really well. But I just felt like she could have been such a bigger star. So, Laura, what do you think about this Ryan Evans? 
Pete. Played by Lucas Grabeel. Hmm. He's interesting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to say. They're really a strange pair of siblings. Like, they seem like the type of siblings that would cuddle with each other. Yeah. <laughs> Like in some of the like their songs together, you're like, what, you guys are supposed to be siblings. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like what I've been looking for that whole one. I don't know. Well, Esther, what do you what do you think about this Ryan as a character? What is what do you think of him? I mean, I didn't think I remember. You know, obviously having watched the movie many times, I just honestly he's just not very relevant to me. I think he might be my <laughs> least favorite character. <laughs> You, you'd be hard-pressed to find someone who he's their favorite character in the series. Yeah. <laughs> Chad and I are big Sharpay fans. We like her as a villain, but he's not really a villain. You just don't really understand, like, why he's there. He becomes more, uh, he becomes more of a character in the second one. Yeah. He's like, I don't dance. Yeah, yeah he's really that. good in that one. If anyone listening thinks that um, Ryan is your favorite character, tweet at us. We'd love to hear. <laughs> We'd love yeah. to get you on here. I would love to hear just like the the justification of why Ryan Evans would be your favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you one thing: Ryan Evans easily had the most swag out of any High School Musical character. <laughs> he, I mean, I, do you remember the hats that he would wear, like the crazy the, outfits? Were they green? Oh, well, he, he um, had all different. Yeah, types. he had he had all kinds of crazy. Uh, I'm blanking on what they call those kind of hats, but you know, berets? You call them a beret, Laura? And, and I, I think he also had some fedoras fedora. as well. Yeah, he, he does, yeah, he does. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when I was talking to that eighth grader, and she's like, yeah, Zach Efron's hair, that that's just, he needs a haircut. Um, that that was a style back then. And she asked, is the hair is the hat a style? Like, no, the hat was never a style. <laughs> Honestly. That is, yeah, and they they definitely they definitely did that on purpose. Like I think he's he he's probably more in the movie a social outcast. In I, I mean I think the the high the other high schoolers in the movie I think like probably would see him that way. But yet he was just like such talented kid because I think probably of Sharpay because of her status in the school. So I mean it's yeah the hats like I think just pile on to like his actual character in the movie and probably how he's depicted in at east high high school that's just that's just a whole different world but, yeah <laughs> I, definitely not in style oh my gosh i just saw this article that says so i mean on the topic of lucas grave or however you say his name Graveel, gravel yeah 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 okay well this article talks about how Ashley Tisdale and him literally hated each other when they were filming. <laughs> and I literally didn't know that. They confessed that 10 years later. <laughs> I think I, how recent was this like a year or two ago? I believe so because, well, okay. So it said if that was made in 2006, the interview says it's been 10 years. We can totally talk about this. We hated each other. <laughs> That is hilarious. I think I remember seeing that headline, but I never read the story. I forgot about that. Just Jared posted it, so not sure how, know how reliable <laughs> that is, but That's there funny. you have it. Okay, another character that um, I'll mention is the principal of the school. And as I was watching it, I was like, is this like the actual principal of this high school? Like, why is he the worst actor of all? 
that's all I got about him. You know, I was thinking, so there's that scene where we're really introduced to Sharpay, and she signs up her name, and she just writes in Sharpie, takes up about six lines, Sharpay Evans, in all caps. I was wondering, do you think it was like something Sharpie, Sharpay, is that where the name maybe came from? Ooh. Uh, maybe. Maybe yeah. they were just didn't know what to name her. I think Sharpay is the name of a dog. I think you're right. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. That's what the <laughs> teacher says when oh. Vanessa um, corrects her. Anyway. It's funny because they see the sign up later that Troy and Gabriella signed up for it. And you hear two very dated references. <laughs> I think I've been punked. Maybe we'll get to meet Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's some good content. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I actually looked up Sharpay origin and meaning of the name. Because okay. that was bothering me. It's but a it dog says, breed, right? Yes. Uh, a girl's... Well, it's a girl's name of Chinese origin, meaning sand skin. And then it says... The name of the glamorous mean girl in High School Musical is a euphonic spin on the dog breed Sharpay, (laughs) S-H-A-R space P-E-I, a a brilliant name joke skewering the practice of picking a name for its sound without considering what it means. Other examples, cliche or hooker. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) So I love the stick to the status quo when... These two decide they're going to audition. They do it. They get a call back. And there's a stick to the status quo in the cafeteria. A very famous scene. And what I think is so great in this scene is you you get to see some of these other people who have different types of habits that they want to tell. They have a secret. And one of them is a, a girl named Martha. And she says she loves the hip-hop dance. Guys, Martha looks like she's 30 years old. <laughs> Dude, Martha. Oh Martha. <laughs> Dude, Martha Martha was a narc. I'm sure she was probably like planted <laughs> in in East High student the East High student body to like I don't know, bus kids for something. But she was definitely the narc and then of course she got caught up in the musical so she's like, "Well, I have to I have to play the part." She was probably not expected to be there. She is definitely a narc. <laughs> She's 35 now. Martha you guys want to hear something funny? What oh, is it? Sorry, Laura. <laughs> um, so I was in a play of High School Musical for this like random Whoa. theater production place, and I played Martha. <laughs> How is this just coming to light now? You're telling, you're telling this now? <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we mentioned Martha, I decided to let it come to the light, but I, I've been kind of hiding in shame because <laughs> they had me playing Martha and the narrator, so I don't really know how that really fed into each other, but I don't really know. I played both. I love it. That is so funny. <laughs> That's great. So Martha would definitely be most likely to go TikTok famous if the movie was made now. I could see that. She's like a meme. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see that. <laughs> I love to pop and lock and jam and break. Isn't that what she says? Yeah. <laughs> you should know, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> a memorable quote that's in all the that was in all the commercials was like you ever think maybe I could be both? <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. Troy's talking to his dad. 
You're, you're the basketball player, not a singer. You ever think maybe I could be better? <laughs> the one scene that no one ever talks about, it's, I can't remember the song, but it's when it, it's like really intense. And then I guess Gabriella, Gabriella goes up to like the plants or something like that random, like little outdoor plant thing. That, that, that's her, right? The rooftop this, thing? The, the rooftop. rooftop. Yeah. Yes. And there's, but there's all those plants there. Am I, am I right? I think he's thinking yeah. of the, the song that Gabrielle does by herself. Oh yeah. 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 That rooftop is insane. Like what high school has, yeah. like, what high school has that? It I don't even know. That was in the insane. third one too. Oh yes. And they do a song up there, but what's the name of the song that Vanessa sings? You were like, she kills the song. Oh yeah. She really kills that song. When there was me and you, I think oh, it was yeah. called. Yes. And yes. She just, it's a great song. Something that really stood out to me during that sequence though, is there's a huge poster of everyone on, from the basketball team in it, including Troy. And I was like, what high school is doing that? Do you have you guys ever been at a high school where they put posters up of the high school athletes around the school? Yes, my high school I've, did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've played, uh, I've played at other baseball fields where they put the the picture of the baseball players, like they have like portraits of them on the fence, like on the baseball field, but. Never in the school, like never like inside the hallways or anything. I just, I just feel like that would just, that wouldn't work. I feel like in high school. Astro, what were these posters like? Were you on any of them? Yes. So I mean, <laughs> my high school had six thousand kids in it, so it was a really big campus. But and basically, there was only one high school in my town. So basically, what we do is the senior class of every sport would take a photo each year and that photo would be printed out on a poster. And then all of the home and away games would be on the poster in small print. And so then there'd be like a flashy, like tagline at the top. I think, um, I think ours, my senior year was redemption season because we had gotten so close to being state champs a few times. And then, but we hadn't gotten it for soccer. So then we were like redemption season. But my year, there were only five seniors. So we got to have like a full photo shoot. And then we got to pick out our favorite photo for um, the poster that got basically put around all businesses, all the small businesses in Allen and around the school and stuff like that. So it's very cool. Texas. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yes, very Texas <laughs> very, for sure. Must be a Texas thing like Friday Night Lights. The movie. Yeah. I haven't seen the show. Yeah, but they, it was cool because they did it for all the sports, not just like football, which yeah. considering I went to Allen, like they probably would have just done it for football. But it was just really cool. They did it for all the sports, especially the female sports, too. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I do think that's the best song in the movie. That's my favorite. Yeah, I guess you're speaking musically or like, I guess, in terms of the like the songwriting or the like her voice in that like that's probably the best song yeah musical performance yeah yeah it's not like an amazing dance sequence or anything like that there's no no dance going on right exactly but yeah i would say yeah very very well performed song I i would agree with you so they hatch this plan right before that where they're trying to really break up troy and gabriella keep them from 
getting to this callback, and there are a number of things that are kind of getting in the way here. They hatched this plan. I had forgotten about this, but they set up a camera in the men's locker room, and they film Troy talking about, oh, she means nothing to me, and then then Taylor shows that video to Gabriella, and I think, again, this is where Taylor's true colors really are messed up here, where... She's just like, oh, yeah, see, look at this. This guy's awful, and men are horrible, and that's, like, her her big thing in this movie. Athletes are the worst. And then she says, all right, now you want to hang out? <laughs> like, what? I just want a classic example of a super toxic friendship. Yeah. She's I think, insane. Um, well, I've seen this live camera thing before in another oh, movie. Yeah. John Tucker Must Die. Oh Anyone my familiar? gosh, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, Seriously, there's a so scene good. where they <laughs> video him in the locker room saying, she doesn't mean anything to me, like all this stuff. And so it's pretty similar, and they show it to the girl. See when yeah, that movie we try came to get out. her to get mad at him again so she can um, like play him, essentially, like he played all the other girls. Great movie, great movie. That movie came out in 2006. Oh. Same year. Ah. Is it the same uh, year? Yeah. 2006 was a good year for movies. Someone someone stole the idea. Well, this them. came out in like January or February 2006. July. So, High School Musical beat them to the punch. Yeah. But it was a very crazy plan. And you have to think that Taylor came up with this. Like, Corbin Blue isn't sitting around like, oh, yeah, we'll set up a camera. We're going to film him. We're going to make him say all these things. This I was I don't know. Corbin seemed pretty in on it. He was in on it, but I don't think and, it was his and, idea. But he was super into it when he had... There's that scene where he has the three watches on his hand. And he's like, <laughs> like okay, it's go time. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I don't think we can put, put it all on Taylor. I'll just say that much. But was I, I think maybe Corbin was only interested because... He had a huge crush on um, <laughs> yes. on Taylor, I get Monique Coleman's character. Yeah, I mean, he had a huge crush on her, so I didn't, maybe that's why. But also, I mean, Austin's team was getting affected by it, but still, I don't know. Laura, did you have a problem with Troy skipping out on his practices and stuff like that? Because I did. I thought that, you know what's interesting? High School Musical 2, everyone's mad at Troy for seemingly just being good at sports and then this one i feel like troy's actually getting off the hook a little bit like we're at we as an audience are supposed to be cool with him not fulfilling his commitments um i think i mean i don't think i could have ever in high school like just not gone to a practice (laughs) especially if you're on a varsity sport no there's no chance you can get away with that oh no way yeah (laughs) You would have That's to run, or they'd kick you off the team or something. Mm-hmm. The nerve yeah. that he had when he, there's, like, this one practice he skips, he comes late, and he's, like, shooting around, whatever, and then um, Gabriella comes in and is, like, shooting around with him. How's that allowed, either? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think Coach, Coach Bolton is out of line for roasting him for that. Definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, especially when the coach is your dad, like, why are you have to wild out? <laughs> As you're watching it, you're, like, supposed to be rooting for, like, Zach or yeah, Troy. You're, exactly. like, on Troy's side, like, 
come on, just let him, like, play basketball with his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's very weird. It's very strange. It seems... Just let him skip practice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another thing. He's not even auditioning at this time. Why can't he practice according... I mean, if this is getting in the way of Vanessa Hudgens' schedule and his schedule, why can't they practice their singing at a different time? Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, I guess it's just for the movie conflict. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's just so funny. It's These are things that only happen in movies. Like, that's just the way they... I don't know, it's just the way it works. It's. I think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really funny. Esther, did you enjoy that scene where Vanessa Hudgens is on the basketball court with him? I mean, I just thought it was quite ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> I just... I think personally, in everyday life, sometimes uh, girlfriends of athletes do some things similar to that that just make me so mad. <laughs> and that, what does that it mean? Just, like, don't, it's just like, don't, like, no, I don't know. It's just they, like, want their man to be, like, around always or something like that. Or they just, like expect to or they come to like literally every single practice or something like that and i'm like girl huh. you know it's not that serious i, thought it was, I think it's a cute scene <laughs> i didn't know astrid was gonna get so triggered by that question <laughs> i mean i think it's cute but there's oh my gosh it just it just it triggers me a little bit because i just know some people who like have boyfriends who are athletes and it's just like I don't know. It's like they like idolize their boyfriends or something like that, which I mean, obviously, you know, support him, root for him. But at the same time, like he's not, I don't know. I don't know. Like he's still a person, not just an athlete. You know what I mean? Do you think she was that like taken by it? Cause it seems she was kind of like, Oh, this is kind of cool. No, I just, no, I think she's just very like naive. Interesting. Which is kind of just like her character. Yeah like one of her huge character traits is the fact that she's you know naive like she hasn't really been through that much in high school because she's just kind of been this like book nerd girl who just is really smart and that's like what she's really stuck by so I think a lot of the movie is just like various ways that she kind of experiences turmoil and trouble through the ways that she's manipulated by other people, you know? Yeah, those are good points. The reason why I think Taylor is so twisted is, here's the thing, Chad, you might be able to back me up on this. Guys can easily say stuff like what Troy did, and they'd think, oh, you know, uh, bros before girls or whatever. I'm not going to say that on this podcast. Bros before girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so back up your boys before your girlfriend or whatever. There's always that kind of pressure. And I think for Chad Vothering, not Chad Vothering, <laughs> Chad Danforth, <laughs> Cor- Corbin Blue. Blue. <laughs> yeah. I think for Corbin Blue, he doesn't really, he might not fully understand how... Vanessa Hudgens is going to be affected by Zac Efron's words, but Taylor is a girl and she knows like how hurtful this would be. Oh yeah. And I think that was really Taylor's motive all along. Yeah. Just to hurt her and just being selfish in the way that she presents information to get Gabriella to do what she wants her to do, you know? Yeah. Well, we got to talk about um, the Scholastic Decathlon. Yeah, well, let's talk about oh. it. How they just click send code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the final part of this movie, 
we will gloss over. They changed the callback date to the same time. Again, this is so unrealistic. Why does the callback need to be changed to they? The- well, the whole thing was because Sharpay got in Darbus's head yeah. and told Darbus, you know, they're just trying to do this to make make fun of us, and so she gets Darbus to schedule it at the same time, so that way they. Um, won't be able to make it, so then that way Sharpay and Evan, Evan can get it, and then no one in the theater department, the theater, <laughs> will be made fun of. The theater. <laughs> so yeah, then they schedule it all for one day. But I just don't think that's realistic at all. Why would I? I don't understand. Like, why would you do that at that exact time? I just I don't think that that was very realistic. But we're going with it. Yeah, I definitely don't know why. I don't know. Are you asking why would Sharpay do that in general? No, or no why? just like why does Darby... I understand why the movie explains it, but I feel like in real life, if someone were to say, hey, really want you to change the callback, well then... If I was Darbus, I would be like, well, why does Sharpay want to change it so bad? Is Sharpay committed? Maybe she can't make it on that day? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I'm not uh, totally sure why either. I'm not even sure why Darvis would trust Sharpay to change the schedule or whatever. You know what I mean? Or why yeah. she even trust Sharpay in general? Because obviously she knows that Sharpay just wants the lead role. It has to be some type of, I got to get back at Coach Bolton because there's this friction between the two oh, of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I would, like, I would have liked them to use that as more of a factor. Like, oh, yeah, you know, like, Coach is going to love this one. Yeah, I would have liked to see more conflicting scenes between um, Bart and uh, Miss Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> I read an interesting fact about those two. Initially, when they were writing the movie, they intended to have more scenes between the two of them, and it was going to lead with those two singing a duet together. Oh, they should have done that. <laughs> that would have been iconic. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that would be nuts. That would have been iconic. So now they're in this predicament where the decathlon, the game, and... The callbacks are all at the same exact time. So in the middle of the decathlon, we... (laughs) Laura, you want to take it from here? Explain what was happening that you're bringing up? Well, they had to find a way to get everybody out of the gym. So, like, Gabriella does her thing and, like, wins the round for them, whatever. And then they, like, let... they Like, Monique Coleman, Taylor, sorry, pulls out her laptop and she goes... Uh, ready for everyone to exit in an orderly fashion line or something. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, just clicks enter and it goes send code. <laughs> and it, like, sends a code to, like, take out the electricity in the gym. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She and just so clicks her everyone... enter button and that's it? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. And then the in the classic decathlon... The, um, like some experiment, like bubbles over, so then they all have to leave too. Is that a part of the send code also? No, oh, maybe. I don't know. They never <laughs> like explain that. Because that would just be weird that that experiment would bubble over, you know? Yeah. yeah, I would think if the bubble, if it was bubbling over, that would sink their team somehow. They'd be like, oh, you really goofed that thing up. Yeah. 
Yeah, true. Was it their own team or was it the other team? I think it was their own team. Oh, interesting. Yeah. A little bit of self-sabotage, maybe? <laughs> yeah. We, this Taylor is a real saboteur. She really is. Is that a word? No yeah. idea. Yeah. It's a oh. word, right, Chad? It is a word. Yeah, I have my thesaurus right here. Hold on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, wait, no, 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 no. I've heard that word before. <laughs> Chad, oh do you remember any of this in the movie? It's been a while, so not really. That's why I've been kind of quiet. I um, I don't really remember <laughs> it, but, but, but for some reason, just whenever Laura was explaining it, that I just knew, I kind of knew exactly what she was talking about, and now I do kind of remember it. But I feel that's a meme of its own. Like that literally is a meme. I think that's so fun. I I, I love stuff like that in movies, like just little random things that would never actually happen <laughs> in real life. But it's so funny. <laughs> Send code. Send it's code. Interesting that they evacuate the gym for. It seems just the scoreboard isn't working, or is it the whole all the, the electric? Lights go out. Okay, so they're like everyone out of the gym. I thought that was a little interesting. I don't know if they would actually take people out of the gym. I feel like they would be everyone stay calm. Yeah, I mean, why would Which people be panicked anyways? I mean, I get it; it's dark, but it's not like you know, there's the fire alarm going off or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is a, it seems like they originally came up with the idea for this movie. We were like, oh, we'll pull the fire alarm. That'll work. But then they, there was a plot hole where like, well, then why would they still be in the theater if the fire alarm is going off? Yeah, it yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and, by, and I feel like these kids would get expelled in, in real life if they figured out that they were doing this to the school. I mean, that's like, yeah, pretty, pretty criminal. <laughs> <laughs> we have a running list of all the things Taylor has done in this movie. She's put a camera in the boys' locker room. I mean, maybe she didn't set it up, but she had access to it and was streaming camera from the boys' locker room. She explodes something or does some weird sort of chemical thing in the decathlon. She hacks into the system, hits send code. Has she done anything else in this movie that's, like, very alarming to people? Uh-huh. Yeah. Has she done anything that's legal in the movie? Or does she just, like, only she only does this stuff? <laughs> She's a little shady. You know, it's funny because her character, it's not like her character adds a whole lot in terms of we're not talking about, oh, yeah, like, it was really funny when Taylor said this or... She made this point, or she sang this song, or whatever. But the movie needs for for it to exist for all these little plot devices. True. Very, she was very essential to all the mischievous things to go on. And I mean, yeah, I just she she added the conflict, though. I mean, so I, I mean, she was very important, but her character wasn't huge in personality, but just the things she did that be very critical to the plot. Yeah. So in the end. They end up going in, they sing their song, it's great, everyone's rocking out to it. I thought it was really funny how they just have Kelsey, the pianist, playing the song on the piano, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the song, it sounds like there's a full orchestra <laughs> rocking the place. Yes. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Kelsey. Yeah, we'll have Kelsey's to talk to her more about, about her more in the sequel. <laughs> she, is, she is super low-key. I mean, she's... She's faithful, all reliable character. 
she was a great character. She's one of the better characters, I think, in the movie. No one ever talks about her. Like, what is she doing for that performance after now? I don't know. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. Maybe she's on cameo. Maybe. <laughs> we definitely get to know her more in the sequels, so. In the end, everything turns out good. They win the championship game. They win the decathlon. Everyone sings, we're all in this together in the end. And we're all really happy with this movie because it's just a great movie. True. That movie is great. Classic Disney Channel finish to a movie. It all works <laughs> out. Honestly. Astrid, why do you love this movie? What comes to mind for you? I mean, I love this movie because it's just a feel-good movie. And normally I'm really into action movies or horror movies. But usually those are super stressful all the way through. So whenever I'm kind of watching a movie that's like really stresses me out, I don't know. I just high school musical is always something that I can count on to watch like right after that or right before that just to bring like a little bit of a sigh of relief to that moment. I don't know. Like hi- watching high school musical is always like a breath of fresh air. And I feel like it's just signifies so many people's childhood. It just it's a way for literally all of our peers to somehow unite in movie form. So I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. That is a great point, I think. I know in high school, when I would stay home from school sick, I would watch High School Musical 1 and 2. 3 wasn't on Netflix yet. (laughs) But I would just watch every time because it just made me feel good. You know? Loved it. Still do. For sure. For sure. What about you, Chad? Why do you love this movie? I love this movie because I feel like it came at the perfect time when we we were all relatively really young and I think we just wanted to be Troy Bolton or <laughs> Gabriela Montez. Like we all like me being a baseball player and I like you, Jack, like like playing sports, doing all different types of things. Like we wanted to be like that. Like we wanted our high school experience to eventually work out that way. Uh, it didn't work out exactly that way. Uh, but, but I mean, still like, I mean, that, that's what we wanted Did anyone. To be like. I think they, they lied to everyone and made high school look like it was this awesome. <laughs> I don't think anyone had like this type of high school experience yeah. in my, I mean, I think in my head, sometimes I'd be like, man, like I can make a song right now, but I didn't. And I don't think anyone else would have, would have joined me. So I chose not to just for social reasons. But yeah, I think, I mean, we, you, you want it to be that character and you want it. I think it creates this world that you want to live in and you're like, wow, like I want to be a part of something like that. That's why it was so good to me. I mean, that's why I still love it to this day. Mm-hmm. Why do you love the movie, Laura? Oh, I kind of already said, like, I just, I mean, it's a feel good movie, you know? Totally. So. Yeah. Lots of reasons to love this movie. All right. We are running out of time. But I want to make sure we touched on everything that you guys wanted to talk about. So, Astrid, is there anything that when you were preparing for this podcast that you were thinking about that you wanted to talk about when it comes to this movie? Honestly, I really do feel like we touched on everything. I mean, I think honestly, just when I figured out about um, Ryan and Sharpay Evans hating each other when they filmed the movie, I thought that was really interesting. (laughs) And so, but we kind of touched on that and we did, I feel like, talk about all the characters that I was wanting to talk about. And I even got to shout myself out for playing Martha in High School Musical. So, 
pretty sure we covered everything. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. What about you, Chad? I feel like you had something else you wanted to talk about that we haven't touched on yet. Exactly right. So we talked about Zach Efron's basketball skills in real life and versus him like preparing for it and everything. So obviously he's this his character, he portrays a star basketball player. Well, three years later, Zach Efron again is the star. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, but Seventeen Again about a high school basketball yeah. phenom. I yeah. think I mentioned that one earlier. Yeah, Laura did. You did? Well maybe I that probably just flew over my head, but I mean, again, his his <laughs> skills are, are are there, and like I don't know if they're amazing, but they're good enough for him to get the role, which we must applaud him. And being five eight and being the star of two high school basketball teams, very <laughs> impressive. Yeah, very impressive. <laughs> I would I would be interested in doing a a sequel show for this high school like, reunion high school reunion yes um wow. well, well I mean, like for us for to be to do another podcast on oh okay. on high school musical two or three or yeah. i, I yeah. personally have not i have not seen the the disney plus series i thought you were suggesting that they make another high school musical movie with all the original characters and they call it high school reunion well i'm suggesting that as well but yes <laughs> <laughs> chad i thought for certain Laura and I thought for certain you were going to talk about Kenny Ortega when I threw you that bone. Okay, I do want to talk about him as well. So, do you realize how big? <laughs> do you realize how big Kenny Ortega is? Like how much of a star he is? How big of a star is he, Chad? Yeah. So Kenny Ortega, he worked on tours with Michael Jackson. Uh, he wow. he, chore- he choreographed. You're gonna like. Well, you're not gonna like this. Super Bowl Thirty. The Steelers lost to the Cowboys in 1996. Well, anyways, <laughs> Kenny Ortega that choreographed weird. that halftime show. That was that was all Kenny. Did you know that? Who who was the halftime performer? I don't know. Um, was that Shania I, Twain? It it could have been. I actually don't know. I was trying to read up to figure out who it was, and I couldn't find it. But um, he choreographed that halftime show, and he yeah, I mean he is. Have you ever seen the movie The Descendants? Or it's like a trilogy. It's called The Descendants. It's a. Uh, it's a new decom. I have not seen it. Yes. Well, so he's choreographed all that. Um, he choreographed Saint Elmo's Fire. He choreographed that. Uh, do you know? You know, I hope you all have all seen this movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes, of yeah. course. It's a big, big yes. Of course, you you all seen it. Um, Big uh, when they're in downtown, um, the big dance or like the kind yeah, of song. The that they yeah, Kenny Ortega. Yeah. Kenny, or- that that was that's oh work. wow. Yeah, so he's who knew. Yeah, the fact that Disney Channel had this big time high profile director in this movie, I think, really adds to the value of High School Musical. And I would assume that a majority of the $4.2 million budget probably went to him. Or not the majority, but I think he was probably one of the highest paid people uh, in the production, I would have to guess. Yeah, director and choreographer, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. did he do Camp Rock? No, I... It sounds familiar because I, I, I feel bet like... I he didn't. Yeah. I mean, Camp Rock... Was, why it wasn't as good. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, if... If he did, we would know if he did Camp Rock, I feel like. So, yeah. Yeah, he did not. 
<laughs> That's why it's not as good. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Last real question here, and then uh, we will close this podcast. I know Astrid has places she needs to be. I'm sorry, Astrid, if we kept you too long. No, you're totally good. You're totally good. Okay, cool. The, is this the GOAT decom? Yes. Hmm. Ooh. Honestly, well, if not, name a better. I can't. All right, Astrid, you're up first. Um, well, see, I don't know. That's kind of a tough one. I want to say yes. It's got to be the most iconic and the most famous. Yeah. I can't think of another Disney Channel original movie that was getting, like, Zac Efron is hosting SNL and SNL is doing sketches about High School Musical. I definitely think it's, like, a trademark of Disney Channel. Like, I really do think that... When you think of a Disney Channel movie, like one of your first notions is just to think of High School Musical. Is it my personal favorite? No. What is your personal favorite? I don't know what my personal favorite is, <laughs> but I know it's not High School Musical. But I do think that I normally don't like movies that like everybody else like really, really likes, you know? Like I don't really <laughs> normally like popular movies. But I do like High School Musical in general. I think it's amazing. And I definitely do think it's an iconic movie, obviously, you know? All right, Chad, you're up. In terms of success, in terms of just the legacy that High School Musical left, yes, I think it is the GOAT. Now, for my personal preference, I would say High School Musical is up there, but we've already talked about it. Eddie million, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off yeah. is my favorite, personally. But I think in terms of for the, the channel, for, for Disney Channel, High School Musical is the best decom. I mean, it had the most success. I mean, if you think about it, like out of all the other decom movies, High School Musical sequeled into three different movies. Well, technically four. Eventually, this launched High School Musical three to be released into theaters, so it had box office money again. So, like, I mean, they made a ton of money off of High School Musical, and all started with this movie. So, I mean, yes, easily the goat movie for decom. I. Would agree. I like. I think High School Musical is my favorite decom, and Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff coming in second because it doesn't have the musical aspect with as many hit songs. And then I would say another good musical that Disney Channel has produced is Teen Beach Movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's kind of like West Side Story. I actually have Story. not seen it. So give that a watch. I'll. I'm that shocked one. you didn't give a shout out to the Even Stevens movie. I know oh you're really high on gosh. that. Oh my gosh! Oh, how could I forget? <laughs> oh my, that has like, got to be the best. Other movie like Luck of the Irish. Oh, that's Stuck a great in the one. Suburbs. Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami or Johnny Capaalla. Yeah. The, <laughs> if you haven't seen. The Even Stevens movie, please, please go watch it. I beg you. Chad, have you seen so that one? Good. Oh, yeah. I've seen it so many times. Such a genius <laughs> movie for genius plot for, for that show. Yeah. And it's, that, that's a really, people don't realize that's a really hard thing to do is to take a already really successful show and make a movie out of it. It's harder than people think. And because, you know, you have to kind of veer away from, and from the actual show plot and you have to create this whole other thing that makes sense. And, they did a perfect job. I mean, because I feel like the Wizards of Waverly Place movie compared to Wizards of Waverly Place <laughs> was not as good as the show. And it's just very hard to do it. But they did a great job with it. I think, yeah, it's a phenomenal movie. What do you think, Jack? 
Yeah, I think it is the GOAT. I was going to say that the Even Stevens movie, great cast. They got Tim Meadows in it, Dave Coulier from <laughs> Full House, and yes. they incorporate a reality TV element, which I'm always a fan of. So that's a great Astrid, one. Astrid, that's your homework to go watch Even Stevens movie. <laughs> I have seen the Even Stevens Good. movie. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. You're being a little quiet. She's like, oh, Finally, she's watched a movie. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> yeah, I I do think this is the best, just because. And if I me saying it's the best, you don't have to have a hot take on this. It's not a basic opinion. It's just a great movie. It's they incorporate musical elements so well. All the songs are great. The cast is great. Two of them are not super famous right now, but were a few years ago. I don't really know what Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens have been up to over the last couple of years. Zac is supposed to be in the new Guardians movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, he's been... Those guys have become, you know, big-time stars. You have a successful, great cast. It's directed so well. Everything about it is top-notch. It has a great message. And I will say... You guys are you're a little younger than I am now. And so when this movie came out, you guys were in elementary school. I was in sixth grade. So that's the territory where if you watch Disney Channel, you're you're a nerd. Like that's not cool. Even though everyone watches it, people don't want to admit that they watch it. And so mm-hmm. after seeing the movie, I was like, Yeah, you know, this movie's message is kind of be yourself and don't care what people think. So I was Talking about, yeah, that's a great movie. And I remember it was like kids at school all made fun of me for watching it. And yet, like, all the guys on my baseball team were like, oh, it was a great movie. <laughs> I, I still watch Disney Channel. So it's this territory that I'm in now is, yeah, I, I feel you on that. It's it's really tough. But What's I, good on Disney Channel now, Chad? <laughs> nothing. Nothing is good. I, you I still only, watch I flip, it? I, I only watch it I, I flip through like the TV guide to see if there are any Disney Channel original movies that come on um, oh, okay. during yeah. it and and I've ca- I've caught a couple I've caught a couple of um, of shows here and there but they're just, they're not as good like like dog with the blog like stuff like that I think that was even a few years ago um, yeah. there was there is one um, like Raven a spinoff of Raven's that's home. Raven <laughs> Raven's home. That just not as good as the original show. Um, there is one called Girl Meets World, I believe. Um, yeah. It's been off of Boy yeah, Meets, Boy Meets World. World. Yeah, yeah, Boy Meets World, great show. Girl Meets World, not as good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Disney Channel is not the same. Unfortunately, the kids now did not grow up with the luxuries that we had from Disney Channel. So yeah. Well, this was back in the heyday. This is the best. I think we're all in agreement here. Guys, thank you all so much for joining me. This was so much fun. I'm glad to have some company in quarantine and to be able to talk about a DCOM classic. Hopefully the audience enjoys it. We can do another one of these. We can do High School Musical 2. I don't know if we'll do it during quarantine, but maybe later this year we could get to that if this is a well-received episode. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yes, thank you so much. Lastly, I'm going to go one by one. I'll start with you, Astrid. What are you working on right now in terms of the articles you're writing, anything of that nature in terms of journalism people should check out? And how can they find you? Would you want to plug Twitter or Instagram? Um, 
So actually right now I was uh, doing an internship and actually got canceled for the rest of the semester because of the coronavirus. But I was working with Seacrest Studios at um, Children's Health and I don't have anything. I can't really share that work unless it's through um, a personalized video that I send to specific employers due to Cameo. the but can't share with anyone because of just the privacy act for the hospitals but um basically for seacrest studios i was like uh had my own show on fridays and that was like on every tv on every campus for children's medical and so that's what i've been doing Recently, and that's what I was doing, but because of coronavirus, um, I'm not allowed to go back to the hospital. So it's kind of sad, but Strid Sports Skills, that was the name of my show, will remain oh, man. remain strong forever. We'll, we'll try to revive her eventually. And when I do, I'll plug myself in. But for now, just doing that, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Chad, how about you? Yes, it's my podcast was temporarily this is so sad it it is yes i mean because uh uh well the basketball season interfered with my podcast Uh, it's called the cheap seats and you can find it on apple Podcasts. but um so literally this up this week right now i it's it's wednesday right so right now in um the time that we're recording this podcast would have been my first welcoming back episode of the cheap seats um, but we have not recorded one because the basketball season interfered with our shows. And so because of the virus, I have no idea when the next podcast episode will be on, um, of the cheap seats. But, uh, and then it, it, when we do, uh, have a new show, I, Jack, we'd love to have you as a guest. And so, yeah, but that's, that's pretty much what, um, what we're working on right now. Uh, other and than I, that, I accept uh, just, that offer, Chad, I'll yes. be there. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Other than, yeah. And that's pretty much all we're, all I'm doing right now. And then just looking for internships and looking to get into some type of broadcast of some sort, but yes. Um, yeah. Always open to new ideas and great things like, especially like your show. So I'm a big fan of the Jack Vita show. So (laughs) sweet. Yeah. We'll have to, maybe we'll do another one of these during quarantine. How about you, Laura? Um, you can check out my Twitter, um, at LauraVita10, and my Instagram, L-A-W-R-U-H-H, Laura, for, um, to keep up with me, you know, like, uh, we got a lot of big things planned, uh, for (laughs) for this next, uh, few weeks of quarantine. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But, yeah, follow me. (laughs) Guys, this was so much fun. Thank you so much to all of you for joining me. Wow. And just like that, we are finished recording today's episode. So great to have had these wonderful guests join me today. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs along the way. Thank you to everyone who stuck with us for the whole ride. It was an hour 40. Hope you enjoyed it very much. I sure did enjoy recording it. We'll see what comes out next week in terms of podcasts. I do have an NL East preview that I recorded with Jordan Morandini last week, but it sounds like it may be a while until baseball season starts up, so I may save that one for a little while. We'll see, but be on the lookout. Subscribe to The Jack Vita Show. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, 
Facebook, Facebook page, at Jack Vita Show. That way you can keep up with all the latest coming up with this podcast. I hope to have plenty more episodes for everybody during this quarantine. There may not be sports, but we're going to make it work. We're going to have fun. We're going to stay positive. Never thought I'd get to talking about High School Musical, but it happened. And hey, that was a positive that came out of quarantine social distancing business from this outbreak. So keep your head up high. Keep trusting the Lord. Everything's going to be good. And you will have another episode of the Jack Vita Show coming up soon. And I will post on social media about what it is. If you're subscribed to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, wherever it is that you get your podcast, you will be aware of whatever that episode is. So you don't want to miss out. And if you could leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that will do us a lot of good. We have had so many ratings coming in over the last couple of weeks, and it's given us a nice boost on the Apple Podcast algorithm. So you're doing so much help. I appreciate you guys so much. Until next time, I'm Jack Vita. Bring in the Dancing Lobsters. <laughs>